Writing about our patients, whose story is it? You are listening to ReachMD, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Dr. Sayantani Dasgupta, your host from the Columbia University Program in Narrative Medicine in the city of New York. With me today is nurse practitioner and award-winning poet, Courtney Davis, who has kindly come down to join me in New York, all the way from Connecticut. Courtney Davis is the author of three poetry collections and has co-edited two collections of poetry by nurses and is the author of a memoir about her work in women's health entitled, I Knew a Woman, Four Women Patients and Their Female Caregiver. Welcome, Courtney Davis. Thank you, Sayantani. It's wonderful to be here. Um, Courtney, I'd love to start our session uh, speaking about clinicians and writing, asking you to tell me the story of how you became a clinician writer. <laughs> well, I think as we were talking a little bit um, before we started recording, I think I would have been a writer even if I had not been a clinician. I wrote from a very early age poetry and stories encouraged by my father, certainly who was also a writer and would sometimes give me an opening sentence and then have me complete the sentence. I really became a clinician writer many years after I was practicing nursing. I had been writing all along. I stopped writing when my children were born, thinking that you couldn't be both a mother and a writer. I went to school to become a nurse after being divorced and needing to find a way to support myself and my children. But my two worlds, my nursing world and my writing world, were very separate until I had a very young patient who died of leukemia, and I just didn't know what to do with all of the emotions that I had. I didn't know what to do with my grief or my sadness, and I grabbed out my old poetry notebook, and I wrote a very brief, very small poem that talked about my, my caring for her for several years and the impact of her dying upon my life. And from that moment on, I think that my nursing and my writing came together in amazing ways because there was so much to write about in my day-to-day -day work as a nurse, not only in my day-to-day -day life as a mother and a, a woman in the world, but also my day-to-day -day practice in nursing. And after I had been writing for quite a while about my nursing experiences, I remembered being a patient myself when I was 12. Mm. And, I, and I wonder, as I reflected upon that, I wondered if my experience with nurses at that young age had anything to do with my becoming a nurse, <laughs> who then would write about her nursing. And one of my poems, which is called Blood Clot, uh, is about that time in my life, and I'd be happy to read it. Will you, please? When I was 12, I had a horseback riding accident, and I was hospitalized and uh, with a blood clot. That's the only diagnosis I knew at that time. And this is the poem about that time, blood clot. I got sleepy. My right side became lazy, then wouldn't move. Inside my lids, a plush curtain turned my friend's rosy face into a ripe tomato. Mother's purple violets against the porcelain kitchen sink became that thick pulse stopped in my brain. At 12, I never wanted to be a nurse, but head down on my arms at the table, I sensed the potential in disorder. My friend chattered to keep me awake while father phoned the doctor, 
When he said emergency, Dad opened a can of Campbell's bean and bacon soup, stirred it slowly in Mom's enamel pan. Keep talking, he told my friend, while I obediently spooned with my good left hand the dusty aftertaste of soup he'd make me finish first, when all I wanted were alarms, women in white, bright enough to burn, running with me in their arms. When at last I was delivered to their headlong rush, their quick needle in my vein, their silent bedside vigil I could count on, I vowed I would always love their way, fierce, physical. Then they returned me, healed, to that damn calm kitchen. Mm, That's beautiful. Courtney, tell me about the connection between memory and writing, because this is an incident that happened to you when, at 12? When I was 12, and I, I don't think I wrote the poem until I was probably in my 30s. So what was it about being a nurse? What was it about already being a poet that allowed you to get to this place, to recall this incident? Mm. Well, that's, that's a, a, an interesting and a, probably a very personal question for everyone who writes. I just find that as a poet, I am always taking things in. And even if I'm not aware of that taking in, I think that there's something in me that's always noticing, always feeling the atmosphere in the room, always seeing the look on people's faces, always, always in tune with something that's going on perhaps just beneath the surface. And all of those things get stored somewhere in my unconscious or in my unconscious memory. And then as the day is going on, something may happen, something totally unrelated to that memory. But for some reason, it strikes a spark And something in the current time recalls something from the past. And those two events come together, just like rubbing a flint and starting a fire. And all of a sudden, there's a poem in the making. And I I don't have any good intellectual way of explaining that or categorizing it. I just know that this is something that happens without my bidding it to happen. And it's a wonderful thing when it happens. Usually, the two events may be totally unrelated. For example, I have no idea what prompted this poem, but it might have been the way a patient looked at me, and I might have remembered perhaps the way a nurse looked at me when I was 12. It might have been that I saw a nurse's white uniform, and I remember those flashing white uniforms in the night coming in and out when I was young. But suddenly, there's an impulse, I guess is the best way to say it for a poem, And you grab a piece of paper or you sit down at your computer and hopefully the words will come and this blob of words that you put out on the page is the poem in the making. And then you have your work to do to go back and to revise it and to make it into a true poem. Well, tell me about your process of writing. Is this something that happens during your day while you're nursing and taking care of patients? Or is it something that happens in a separate space? It definitely happens in a separate space. I am not one of those people who can see a patient, run into the back room, get my piece of paper, and suddenly, as William Carlos Williams did, pour out a poem (laughs) about what's happening in my life and in my work. When I'm at work, I'm really only at work. I don't think 
I don't think, well, maybe once or twice I've thought, oh, this might make a poem. But in general, what happens between the patient and myself happens within a very enclosed, to me, very sacred space. And I certainly carry that memory with me. But when I write, my writing process is that I go into the basement. And as soon as I go down the basement stairs to where my computer is, I undergo a metamorphosis and I am all writer and not all nurse. And I sit down at my computer and I might have something that I'm working on. I might have something that I'm revising. I might just fool around and write a little bit of nonsense. And if something is going to come, it begins to arrive and I begin to honor it by writing down where my imagination and my memory leads me. And I really now don't write anywhere except at my writing desk. I don't write spontaneously. I don't write in the car. I think my life is so busy that I have my work life and I have my family life and I have my writing life. So I try to devote or dedicate a certain number of hours, usually late afternoon, early evening, or on my one day off a week, which is Monday, and here I am with you today, which counts as my writing life. So I really am not like many writers who carry around a pad and a pencil. I think I've trained myself to enter that space and to turn myself 100% over into the writing world. If you're just joining us, you're listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Dr. Sayantani Dasgupta, and I'm speaking with nurse practitioner and poet Courtney Davis, and we're discussing medicine and literary writing. Courtney, you used the term sacred space, and I've read work by you in which you have described the space between clinician and patient and writer and the page as a sacred space. I've also read work by you in which you've spoken about writing as an act of caring, as an act of keeping. Tell me about these notions. I think that when you write about something, you accomplish many things. One is that when you put that experience into words, you are saving it for all time, even if the poem is never... If it doesn't last, if it's not uh, a poem that gets out there in the world, you still have honored that moment by turning it into a concrete entity and therefore capturing that moment for all time. You've also released it for all time. You've taken it from yourself, you've processed it, you've put it in its space, and you can turn it over and walk away from it, and yet it still exists. And And I think for me often writing about patients, there's so much for any caregiver. There's so much emotional material, and there's so much just incredible contact with death and with suffering. And what do we do with this? And if we carry it around all the time, it becomes so heavy and so burdensome that it can it can sour us to the wonderful work that we're doing. And I think that poetry or prose or or essay writing is one way to take all of those emotions, to honor them on the page, and at the same time to to empty ourselves a little bit so that we have space to be filled up again by more caregiving, by more caretaking. So for me, it's a constant filling up and spilling over, filling up and spilling mm. over. And I, I think I mentioned the young woman who died of leukemia. When I wrote the poem about her, I really could stop grieving about my 
inability to save her. I could stop being angry at her for dying, and I could open myself up to the next patient that came along. So I both saved her forever, and I let her go forever. I see you opening the poem. Will you read it for us? Uh, which one are you thinking of? Oh, I thought that you were going to re- read about this oh, patient. No, I've, I, actually, I've never published that poem. Ah. It was a very small poem. I don't think it was necessarily a very good poem, but it served its purpose, and it was the poem through which I entered the door of combining my writing about patience with my love for poetry. Wonderful. I'd like to thank nurse practitioner and poet Courtney Davis, who has been our guest today. I'm Dr. Sayantani Dasgupta, and you've been listening to ReachMD, the channel for medical professionals. We welcome your questions and comments. Please visit us at reachmd.com.